When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Moms are amazing at tracking down hard-to-find items. Library books, socks, you name it. But sometimes help is welcomed. Care.com makes it easy to find babysitters near you. Sitters with the experience and skills your family needs, like after-school pickup and homework help. You just post a job for qualified sitters to apply. And since all Care.com caregivers are background-checked, you can feel confident about interviewing and hiring. To get the child care help you need, sign up now at care.com. You know how great your house looks and smells when it's just been cleaned? So fresh. And somehow, a clean house makes your head feel fresher too. With a housekeeper from Care, you can reset your house and your head as often as you like for less than you think. Find a great housekeeper, set a schedule that works for you, and check cleaning off your to-do list so you can put your mind to other, more fun things. Get the housekeeping help you need at care.com. And so so I'm not throwing any stones at anybody. I'm glad he's back. I'm glad we're going to get stuff. But, but there's that part of me as a fan that's like, man, I don't want to get attached and I don't want to get too excited because odds are another five minutes from now, Right. It's just going to be, it's going to be done again. And so now you're going to have this, you know, more TV from AEW during the week where you're supposed to have, you know, CM Punk and Ace Steel being some cornerstones of some creative, but for how long? But for how long? You know, CM Punk has had a, a really blessed position in life where he feels like he can do whatever he wants, you know, professionally because of that freedom. But at the same time, doing whatever you want because of that freedom may not be the best thing for business. Back with a new episode of the Wrestle Chat Podcast. Welcome, y'all. My name is the Ant Man. Here we go with episode number ten. Michael Glavin, welcome back. Did you think we'd ever make it to ten episodes? I hear that most podcasts stop at around six. Yeah, that's true. It's it's hard for longevity in podcasts. But let me tell you something, buddy. I never doubted you for a second. Never once. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate the belief. I appreciate that. We all need believers, and I'm glad I got you. Here at the top, before we jump in and really get started on this thing, we've got WWE SummerSlam tickets we want to hook you up with. Detroit's 
Ford Field coming up on August 5th. Two tickets on the lower level. Head over to our website and get signed up at russellchatpodcast.com slash summer. If you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see it right there on your screen. russellchatpodcast.com slash summer. We're doing this drawing here in just a couple of weeks, so if you want to win, be sure to get signed up before July 1st. No hoops to jump through, just a simple registration. Two tickets to WWE's SummerSlam, and we want you to win. August 5th, Ford Field in Detroit. Hit up WrestleChatPodcast.com slash summer. Quick overview. We're headed up the ladder for Money in the Bank premium live event. Two shocking appearances show up on NXT, plus it's official. CM Punk is coming to AEW's Collision premiere. We've got a lot to get to. Let's dive in, starting off with Monday Night Raw first. Money in the Bank. It's the next big premium live event for WWE coming up July 1st at the O2 Arena in London. It looks like a lot of these premium live events are are going overseas this year, and that's probably going to be that way for years to come, especially with the money behind some of these. The qualifying matches kicked off on Monday. So far, Shinsuke Nakamura and Ricochet are in the match right now. I'm very interested to see who else ends up in these qualifying matches coming up because that could be really telling on future championship storylines. What we see is that a whole different crop of people are being integrated into these Money in the Bank matches differently than we've ever seen before. If you remember yeah. in uh, when when Money in the Bank was was newer on the scene within that first five to seven years, it was Kane, it was Chris Jericho, yeah. it was Edge, it was maybe a little bit of Booker T in there. It was a lot of the same guys. And and it stuck that way f- up until this year where where you could say, hey, I know who's going to be in it. But under some new management, we're seeing a completely different crop of people in this match. And it's super great. I I, uh, you know, watching um, watching some of these shows and some of these matchups sitting there going, man, I don't know who's going to be in the match because both of them are very, very likely and potential to have potential to be in the match so it's great it's great to see how all this has shaped up and i think it's going to be a a really good pay-per-view overall yeah i think so too i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to seeing you know what the challenge for the champions and which champion they go after and if the champions that are currently champions are the champions when it comes time Mm to uh cash in it could i really like how they've set this up and it's it's led i mean this was a match at wrestlemania to kick off with and it becomes its own premium live event uh one time at um the arena or i'm sorry at the stadium in las vegas and now moving overseas to the o2 arena Mm -hmm. this is becoming one of the the bigger and better premium live events for wwe mm-hmm. and uh, i'm not mad about it either because those are always unpredictable matches yep. anytime you pull those inanimate objects into the ring that can fly all over and, and do some big damage unlike you know we always see kendo sticks those are not involved in anything else except for for professional wrestling i believe why but are they in the building in the first place <laughs> and so many of them under the ring but a ladder this is these are things that we have around our house mm-hmm. we have in our sheds and so to see and everybody's you know caught their leg or their shin on one of these before and you know how bad that hurts imagine that smacking you in the face yeah. 
Well, after their kickoff match to determine a new WWE world champion, we saw AJ Styles and Seth freaking Rollins team up to take on Judgment Day. However, nothing about this match really led to any speculation on who would be a credible threat to the new champion's title, at least when when Raw went off the air. If you had to guess right now, uh, well, I, I was going to say, who would you say it would be? But I guess after SmackDown, we know who the first threat is going to be and that is going to be Damian Priest coming up on Monday. Yep. It's it's definitely an interesting matchup. You know, the way we've been trained to view a lot of these open challenges over time is that they're going to be established big name mm-hmm. marquee people that are coming out to do these challenges. And we're entering this new phase of WWE where we're seeing this generational shift of talent. And so at yeah. first, I'm going to be honest and this is no offense to anybody, I was like, "Oh, Damian Priest but then I thought about it for a minute, and I'm like, oh, Damien Priest. And so, uh, you know, initially I was like, oh, it's kind of a letdown. But then the more I thought about it, he has been booked super well. He's been doing great might work. He's been um, really doing some good stuff in the ring, uh, especially what he did with with Bad Bunny at Backlash. Um, we're going to get a good wrestling match. Am I, am yeah. I saying this is going to propel any storylines? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. But it's going to be a yeah. great wrestling match, and I think we're going to be thankful that we got it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's not the it's not the same as same impact of him uh, of Rollins standing in the ring and hearing Brock Lesnar's music mm-hmm. hit or John Cena's music hit. But uh, I do like how they they're building. They make you wonder and wait and watch, and and they're always good matches. Yep. I haven't seen a lot of stinkers out of stuff like this, so I'm excited to see what happens on Monday. There, it looks like. Uh, you're going to get your wish on seeing Imperium in the hunt for the unified tag titles. What do you think about that? It's it's going to be great, man. You know, I I feel like I saw it coming a little ways away. At least I wanted to see it a little ways away. Maybe I willed it into existence. Maybe I yeah, you did. I, it was I you. sent some brainwaves over to the yeah. Triple H and and he decided to book it. But uh, I'm I'm glad that I'm going to see it. I think there's so much potential there. I am a sucker. I don't know where this came from, especially considering my age. I am always a sucker for a good faction and uh you know imperium is ripe uh to to be a part of that they are so good in everything they're doing and man wwe give us that trios title and let's see us get some uh trios action on that too but super happy that imperium's in the hunt now uh let's let's throw the belts on them and uh and see what happens Speaking of the tag division, it was also nice to see another very strong showing from Indus Sheer, uh, Jinder Mahal's new faction. And, man, he uh, he's a great leader for this group. We talked about this before. Those guys look more impressive every time we see them in the ring. And it really does help when you see guys like this in the right role. Yep. And it really looks like these two are in the – or well, all three of them, actually, are in – in a, in a great role for them as characters and them as humans, mm-hmm. because this faction for sure works as well. Kill Bill's cosplays. Becky Lynch got another dose of unstratisfaction from Trish Stratus and her new protege, Zoe Stark. The numbers advantage uh, with Stark and Stratus have really taken over Becky in the last two run-ins. But that leads one to believe that there could possibly be a return of Lita mm-hmm. in the near future. Wouldn't you think about that? I would hope so. I think there's some storyline yeah. here that needs to be tied up. Um, obviously, uh, Lita wasn't wanting to do a, a, a full-time schedule or maybe had some prior commitments. But we do have some story here that's undone. And so Lita coming back to be involved in that picture um, would be a great um, 
a great bow on the whole thing to to see her and and Becky back together uh, to go against Zoe and Trish and and man what a great group of of talent there um, I, I you know I said this I think last week but but man so excited for uh, Zoe Stark and and being able to kind of sit under Trish Stratus um, to to learn to grow. And, and again, as much as I'm a sucker for, for a a faction, you know, I'm a sucker for a good heater too. And so for, for Trish to have a heater, I think it's perfect for her character right now. And, um, Lita coming back would just be the icing on the cake and, and man, what a great SummerSlam match that could be. So here's, here's hoping. Before we bounce over to hit a couple of highlights from NXT, what's new on the Manchild Chronicles podcast this week, Michael? Oh man, there's there's so much stuff that we've got going on. Uh, for those who have tuned in before, we are coming to video in July. We are work, yes. working behind the scenes uh, to to you know, as I'm sure you guys can imagine, uh, orchestrating video via satellite from four different locations has its challenges, but we are, uh, we're producing a bunch of content right now, getting ready to hit you in July. But this week on the man child Chronicles, we did a bunch of really fun stuff. It was a great episode. Lots of laughs. We did stories from a hat, which is uh, a bunch of pieces of paper in a hat with a buzzword on it. And, and we pull it out of the hat and whatever the buzzword is, we tell a real story around the buzzword and, and it's interesting because, you know, we all have stories in life, but so many of them are buried in our subconscious. But hearing that yep. buzzword, you yep. know, allows us to tell some stories. We also are doing um, a movie roulette review. So we play this game uh, where we answer a bunch of really stupid questions and it leads to a random movie that we have to watch. And so we encourage everybody to watch that movie with us throughout the week. Yeah. And then we come back and we talk about it and review it this week. It was the Disney classic, the big green. And so, uh, it's, I don't even remember that movie. Yeah. It's, it was back from big the, green. from the nineties when sports movies okay. were, were all the rage, but, um, okay. it's a great movie, but check us out. Um, anywhere you listen to podcasts, the man child chronicles, you're not going to want to miss this week. There was a, a lot of laughs and Jay almost passed out. So, uh, it, <laughs> wow. it'll be a good time. And also to get ready for video, you can go subscribe to the Manchild Chronicles on YouTube as well. Uh, easy link. If you're watching this podcast right now, you can go to other channels. Uh, just scroll down, uh, especially on a computer. You can scroll down and you can see it right there. The Manchild Chronicles podcast. Click on it and hit subscribe there as well. That show releases the day before this one. So every Friday, Manchild Chronicles. Every Saturday, Wrestle Chat Podcast. Back to NXT, getting an injection from the main roster. This is what, I love this, because I think this is what you should do with guys that you just don't have anything for. You give them a chance to branch out and get creative with their character, all while helping pull up a younger star down in developmental. It looks like the Baron Corbin will be the next big threat for NXT champ Carmelo Hayes. And following a great showing in his intercontinental bout with Gunther, Mustafa Ali shows up in NXT. How do you feel about these two showings this week? I I am big fan. So I I have loved Baron Corbin all the way back yeah. to the the Lone Wolf stuff. Um, the, oh, yeah. the only thing I didn't like is he was trying to hold on to that hair too long, but he finally took the hint <laughs> and uh, and and did it. But here's the thing about Baron Corbin: he is an exceptional talent, amazing athlete. But over the last several years, he's been booked in that 
kind of comedy, non-serious role. And I think this yeah. is a great opportunity for him to hit the reset button, to be down in NXT. I don't think he needs to necessarily learn to do something different or, or work on a character. I think he just needs the breathing room from the the comedic act, you know, of uh, of broke Baron Corbin or whatever he was, right. and and focus on the NXT title and just beef himself up and make himself a serious player in the game again. When he was standing over, uh, it's Carmelo, right? Yeah. When he was Carmelo. standing over Carmelo, holding up that NXT title, man, he just looked good and i would love as much as i don't want to take steam away from any of the young guys boy i would not be upset one bit to see baron corbin have an nxt title run uh you know mustafa will have to see what he's going to do down there um obviously he was just doing the old sting from the rafters bit um but uh i think he's got a lot of great things that he could do as well you know he's gone through we talked about this within the last few weeks he's gone through about 17 gimmicks over the last six months yeah and jumping back down to nxt with what it is anymore you know for a long time that was viewed as as a demotion and i think anymore it's quite the opposite there's there's an equal amount of focus on nxt as anything else but there's less pressure from your mainstream roster producers where you actually get to experiment and flex some creativity. So excited for both of those guys to have some programs down there. And uh, if I didn't have a reason to watch NXT before, which I did, I certainly do now. If you uh, don't follow Baron on Instagram, you should because mm-hmm. you see a lot of his real life in that as well. And he loves to smoke and cook uh, a lot of beef, a lot of meat, and has fun doing it too. So he'd be a great follow for that. And uh, you can kind of see his character come out on his own Instagram. So I wonder if he doesn't uh, do some of that. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't think he's going to be a cook or anything like that on NXT. But you can at least see some of his personality and see some of that come out that's not pre-scripted yep. and uh, so I'm excited to see what he does there before we move over to TBS and AEW Dynamite I want to ask have you taken a minute to check out the World Wrestling Trivia app yet Daniel Butler he's a friend of the Wrestle Chat podcast he's developed a really fun app there are a ton of trivia questions in here with topics from the Attitude Era WCW the 90s the 2000 2010s and beyond AEW and one category that can feature them all called all eras and you never know what question is going to pop up in that cut in that category it's really fun plus the app has a community area where you can play other fans in versus mode and there's even polls that you the fans can add your own question to in fact we just loaded one asking whose title looks better roman reigns uh, Roman Reigns, uh, Seth Rollins, or Snoop Dogg. <laughs> you can go vote in that poll up there on the app. And the best part about the World Wrestling Trivia app is it's free. Head over to worldwrestlingtrivia.com to check it out and search for it in the App Store to download it today. A big thank you to Daniel and the World Wrestling Trivia app for being a sponsor of the Wrestle Chat Podcast. AEW Dynamite. I want you to watch this. This this these two guys, Juice Robinson, Jay White, the Bullet Club Gold Group. This has potential to be one of the most intriguing stories in this organization. Two very intriguing, unique, outlandish characters in the business today. They feel out of control. They they feel dangerous. 
and to pair them up against FTR, arguably the best tag team in all of wrestling right now, it has the potential to be the most interesting story in AEW. Make sure you keep your eyes on this one. Um, in the main event, we saw a mixed tag match. Adam Colbebe with Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, to take on Chris Jericho and Soraya. We really try to keep things positive here on the Wrestle Chat Podcast. However, we also want to keep things honest. And this feud has felt like... Have you ever put lighter fluid on wet wood? <laughs> That's, here's what it does. You put lighter fluid on wet wood... And you light it, and it burns. You're like, oh, my gosh, I got a good fire. And about 15, 20 seconds later, you're just left with wet, burnt wood. Mm -hmm. It goes out, and there's nothing left to it. I know it's not over, but it's one that I had I had these high, high hopes for. Did you feel that this match built to anything on this show, or do you feel like we're just left with a, eh, I kind of figured it'd go that way? More of the latter. Um a lot of talented people involved, but for some reason, this just hasn't caught. And I'm not sure if it's because they fumbled uh, right after the the beating on on Britt Baker, maybe. Yeah. Um, but something with it hasn't stuck or worked or whatever it is. And and it's not for the lack of talent, like I said. But yeah. but maybe maybe they don't know what the end result is that they're working toward. Um, you know, if you're, it's kind of like a uh, Michael Scott, Working from, backwards. yeah, it's kind of like Michael yeah, Scott they're... from the office. It's like, I just keep talking till the sentence comes and it lands and we'll just figure it out when we get there. Um, nope. but, uh, great analogy. Cause that's how I feel. Sometimes like somebody just started talking, telling a story in this thing and they're still just talking and yeah. there's, there's no end to it. Don't ever at any point in time for any reason <laughs> whatsoever to anybody ever in the entire world <laughs> do anything that ever could be considered it's it's just that and you uh, start off you're listing you're like oh this is going to be good and about halfway you're like <laughs> so now now the people involved they'll turn it around you know like yeah. we like to keep things positive oh. but they'll turn it around they're still giving us some good wrestling but there's just some there's there's the x factor missing from the story we'll just hope they find their way somewhere along the way <laughs> is is the x factor a plan that's what i kind of feel like it i needs, it I, needs I think it might be plan. i think it might be it could be that we had one more thing too that we want to make sure and touch on is tony khan back on screen again announcing uh something else about aew collision coming in uh, june 17th really excited for this brand new show it's going to be on saturday night uh it is official now cm punk will be there Man, I I don't remember if I sent this to you or not, but if if you take a second and listen to the crowd response, mm -hmm. it's split. I know it's going to be in Chicago. Very smart. If CM Punk's going to come back to do it in Chicago, I don't anticipate the Chicago crowd being split. The viewers, for sure, and any other town outside of Chicago. I'm anxious to see what happens with this. Are you? I am, and... I, I am a CM Punk fan. His his work yeah. with John Cena is some mm -hmm. of the best of what's happened over the last 20 years or whatever. Um, the, the problem is, is that what we were supposed to get was this triumphant CM Punk return on his first emergence into AEW. 
and it just felt it it wasn't but five minutes before the drama started again and there's yeah. this tension that's like man i i am for this guy i will pay to see this guy wrestle because i really love him i love his character but but man if you can't play ball and do business then really you're just you're you're letting me down as a fan and so so i'm not throwing any stones at anybody I'm glad he's back. I'm glad we're going to get stuff. But but there's that part of me as a fan that's like, man, I don't want to get attached and I don't want to get too excited because odds are another five minutes from now, right. it's just going to be, it's going to be done again. And so now you're going to have this, this, uh, you know, more TV from AEW during the week where you're supposed to have, you know, CM Punk and Ace Steel being some cornerstones of some creative, but for how long? And so if it sticks, you know, it'll reaffirm my faith in, in everything going on. This is no fault of Tony Khan, no fault of AEW, but it's just, you know, CM Punk has had a, a really blessed position in life where he, he handled his money well and, and he feels like he can do whatever he wants, you know, professionally because of that freedom, but at the same time doing whatever you want, because of that freedom may not be the best thing for business. It may not. And so, yeah. uh, anyway, I'm rambling to say that, man, I really want it to work as a fan. I desperately want it to work, but I'm holding my breath a little bit because I'm just not sure how it's all going to shake out. I think that they have a great opportunity to take something that is very, very well documented Everyone knows by now who has any interest in pro wrestling that there is a real feud in this company between CM Punk and some other guys. Yep. If you don't make money with that, you are missing the mark. Yep. And I am saying that to Tony Khan and anybody else who will listen. You have an opportunity to take something very, very real. You don't even have half the script is already written for you. Yep. There's a feud here. Now do something with it. If you fumble this one, I worry for these guys yep. because uh, while they are they're riding on the high of what the waters are right now, sometimes a wave can capsize a boat, yep. and I, I don't want that to happen to this company because I like what they're doing. They need to get above everything else that they're doing, take a look at it, and go. Well, here's some embers burning over here. Let's do something with this. There's some embers over here. Let's do something with that. Let's fan some flames in certain places and build some really, really great stories and make some serious money with this. You've got 65, 70,000 people have already bought tickets, and there is no story. There are no matches. You have an opportunity to do something really, really great or fumble on the one yard line. That's right. And there's there's precedent for these situations too. You go back to um, Lita, Matt Hardy, and Edge. That was a very, very real thing that happened in real life. And behind yep. the scenes, they got everybody in a room and they said, we're not trying to tell you not to hate each other. We're just trying to tell you to do it out there so we can all make money while we're doing it. Yep. And so yep. protect each other, don't hurt each other, but hate each other and let it come out inside the squared circle. And so what we learned from, from that scenario over in WWE is that it was big ratings. It, it wasn't the first time, but it was one of the primary times where the lines of wrestling and reality blurred and it was ratings magic. And so, you know, I implore, you know, 
all ye producers in AEW, Tony, you know, get these guys in a room yeah. and let's have them do business in the middle of the ring because it's it's there for the taking. Man, we love that you guys are here, and thank you so much for listening and supporting the WrestleChat Podcast. A great way to share what the WrestleChat Podcast is all about is with some WrestleChat Podcast merch, and we just added a couple of new t-shirts to the lineup, uh, Skull and Scratch, Lucha for Life, and even new WrestleChat Podcast shorts. They're ones you get. You can see them right there on your screen if you're watching this right now. Uh, head over to WrestleChatPodcast.com to check them all out right there on the front page. And thank you guys so much for uh, supporting the podcast. SmackDown. This is the 1,000th day celebration for the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns, a brand new uh, I'll just, I don't think there's a name for it yet, but uh, Golden Network logo title. Does this replace the other two? And if so, what will Paul Heyman carry to the ring other than a microphone and a few extra pounds? Um, <laughs> I, 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 I did, like, what is he going to do if there's only one title? He's going to carry that one? The Tribal Chief celebration was interrupted by the Usos, the same guys that the wise man said wouldn't be there. Solo looked to be siding with his brothers, as we kind of all expected, but his allegiance will always be with the Tribal Chief, and he laid that Samoan spike into Jimmy's neck when Paul asked Roman about Jay. Roman said, Jay will do what Jay always does, and that's fall in line. Mm. This right here, without question for me, was the best 20 minutes of television all week, and I was so excited to see what happened. Uh, I was really excited to see the belt let down by that, I'll be honest. Uh, I think Snoop Dogg's look better, but... Um, you know, just seeing what happened in this story as it continues to evolve just goes, oh, okay, this is way deeper than I thought. Every time something happens, I think, well, this goes way deeper than I thought. The question remains, what's next for Roman, though? Clearly, it's going to be something with Jimmy, right? I would think so. I mean, there's, there is so much to unpack here. This storyline I think I've said this before, has been nothing but onion, just layer after yeah. layer after layer. And um, tonight, they did it to me again. I thought it was going to go one way, and then right at the last second, they went a different way, and I loved it. I love the tension. I love the emotion in it. I mean, there are full-blown sitcoms and soap operas and other dramas that aren't doing their stories as well as this uh, group of, you know, sports entertainers. And yeah. so, um, excuse me, it doesn't look like the, uh, the bloodline storyline is anywhere near done yet. As for the title, not anywhere close, not anywhere yeah. close as for the title. Uh, you're rushing out to buy it. I know you are. You know, here's the thing. <laughs> I didn't even look. Is it in there? Is it in the, in the store yet? I see what the attempt was. To, to go back to some more traditional golden titles. The only problem was, you know, as a, as a production guy myself, it kind of seemed like nobody put the title on the stand and then looked at it through a camera because at least on my TV now, now here's the thing. I don't have the nicest TV in the world, but I did pay a good solid $1,500, $2,000 for it a couple years ago. And on my TV, that thing yellow, dude. It's not gold, it's yellow. And so it just, it it looks like the, the Pakistan replica on Etsy, if I'm being kind of honest. <laughs> and I don't want to be mean. I'm not trying to, again, you know, we, we like to be positive about wrestling, but 
both the titles he already had looked better than this one. And, you know, why not, why not just go back down to the, to the black one and, and just leave it as is. There were so yep. many renderings online that was a no, modern version of the, the winged Eagle from back in the day. Where's yeah. that at? Where, where's the prestigious title for a prestigious champion? And so I feel like this is a rare fumble, uh, by, by triple H. He, he hasn't had many, but I, I guess we know now that he's not perfect. That's okay. There's lots of forgiveness <laughs> to be had, but, um, kind of let me down a little bit, but we'll, we'll see what they do with it going forward. Man, I, I don't see as, you know, I, with the introduction of the new world title and then seeing this, I think that the hopes of having a new winged Eagle or something that looks like that or resembles that is, pretty much gone unfortunately because yeah. that would have been cool to have something uh like that come back uh a, a couple other things in the show Zelina vega the first woman in the money in the bank ladder match after winning her qualifying match over lacey evans great to see la knight get the nod and move on to money in the bank uh whether he wins the briefcase or not this could be a great show of confidence for this guy mm-hmm. that i I am really high on. It sounds like a lot of fans are really high on, especially when they were overdoing the press conference in uh, Jeddah. There was a lot of chance for L.A. Knight. I'm excited to see that he's going to be going to that match. Does he win it? We'll have to wait until July to see that. There's uh, been some talk this week, though, of the possibility of SmackDown moving. I know that you and I talked about SmackDown uh, and it, its possibility of not being on Fox anymore here on this show a week or two ago uh, after they were not a part of the Fox upfronts. Uh, that was a sure sign of some change. Uh, it seems that WWE is open to SmackDown moving to any night of the week, and I'm fairly certain they've covered every night of the week except for Monday. Hmm. Do you ever see Raw moving from Monday and SmackDown taking its place? Because there's some talk about this. Look, if if your you know CEO and Nick Khan is saying, "Hey, we don't feel like we have to have Raw on Monday nights," that's because yep. that conversation has already been had to some extent. That doesn't yep. mean that any decisions have been made, but that means that you know if you're saying it publicly, that means it's several conversations down the line privately. And so in this new world of, of being owned by another company, or at least in process of, what we're going to see is a lot of uh, traditions that don't have any stake uh, compromised for the betterment of business. What I mean by that is I don't know that Vince McMahon, if it was up to him, would ever move Raw off of Monday nights because it's right. Monday Night Raw. But exactly. Vince isn't the only guy in charge anymore. And so, you know, does it... Does it ruin the product for it to not be on Monday nights? No, it's just been it's just been a wrestling tradition up to this point. No different than when SmackDown has moved several times. So I think the board is completely cleared and blank. And I think we're about to see kind of a new scheduling era of wrestling, if you will. I think there's so many factors to consider because you don't want to stomp all over NXT on whatever night it's on. You don't want to have Raw and SmackDown too close together because that messes with, uh, you know, production schedules and traveling and all these different types of things. It'll be, it'll be very interesting to see what they do. What if we go back to a pre-tape SmackDown and we know what happens on Tuesday before Thursday? I hope not. I hope not as well. But, um, I, I can tell you, I think every option is on the table for what's going to come. 
Here's uh, some things I've heard. Tell me if you heard anything different. So uh, there's possibility. Uh, most of everything I heard about Raw was Raw will stay where it is. SmackDown can move to any other day of the week, and they may add another hour to SmackDown, making it three hours as well. Uh, talking about another new show for WWE, maybe not on a network, but on a streaming service, and one that lends itself to what made the Attitude Era of WWE successful, and that is something along the lines of TV-14. We know that they're never going to get away from PG. Mm -hmm. They do way too much with Make-A-Wish. They do way too much with charities. They have too many superheroes literally inside this business. They're not going to abandon that for a TV-14. But nothing says that they can't add it and add to it. And uh, especially with streaming services, you can do whatever you want on there. Say whatever you want on there, uh, much like um, HBO or, or, or Showtime or anything like that back in the day. Um, you don't have to be as conscious of the uh, of the sponsors mm -hmm. as you do on a network television show. Um, man, we covered a lot. Was there anything that we missed on this week's podcast? There's one very important thing that we did not discuss. Uh, it may be a little bit of old news now, but I saw the picture of it again today. Thumbtacks in the foot. Oh, my gosh. I, there, I don't know that I've ever watched something on wrestling that has made me want to vomit. But seeing... A, the bottom of a foot with a bunch of thumbtacks in it made yep. me nauseous. And I don't ever want to... I, I can see John Moxley take a hacksaw to his head. I can see barbed wire. I can see flaming tables. None of that compares to someone's bare foot stop, stomping on a bunch of thumbtacks. <sighs> Too far, man. I know we, Too far. I know we talked. I know we <laughs> talked about it in our special on Monday, but you must have got a close-up picture of this thing. It's floating on the. It's floating around <laughs> on the internet, and I just saw it within the last day, and it is nasty. I don't know why you would sign up for something like that. Yeah. Too far, man. Too That's Matt Jackson's foot from Double or Nothing. If you didn't see that pay per view, it's they have you can buy replays right now. And if you just want to go see this picture, um, we have that for you too. Uh, if you want to go check that out, it's disgusting. I don't know. He must have like he must be a country boy, one, and has never wore shoes and ran on gravel roads. Ugh. That's all I think. I just think it's going to hurt more when it gets through there, but that's all right. So anyway, that's the only other thing that I had to say. Of all the things that have happened uh, in wrestling, yep. we've done live sex shows. You know, we've yep. done, yep. you know, bikini contests. Yep. We've done Undertaker and, you know, sacrificing Steve Austin, you know, on a cross or something like that. And the like boss's that. daughter. Yeah, the, exactly. the boss's daughter, that type of yeah. thing. Thumbtacks, too far. Too far. Mm -hmm. Too much. Just where the the thumbtacks win is what bothers you, yep, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we want to thank you guys so much for hanging with us for a little bit here on the Wrestle Chat Podcast. You get it every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Central, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. If you haven't jumped over and lived the YouTube experience on the Wrestle Chat Podcast, we invite you to check that out as well. Check out the shirts and a chance to head to WWE's SummerSlam at Ford Field in Detroit over at WrestleChatPodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram on Twitter, on TikTok, and Facebook. You can find us there on all those Wrestle Chat podcasts. Michael, thank you so much for hanging out with us uh, again today. Good to have you uh, on the podcast as always. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for being a part of the Wrestle Chat podcast too. 
We will see you guys next week. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.